0: Welcome to Panther Puri, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Hello, everyone,
1: and welcome to another edition of Panther Puri. I'm your host, TJ Peterson, joining me as not always because... Jake and Alex both can't be here for various reasons. Is WPLG local 10's Ian Margol? Ian, it's been too long. Thank you for coming on to talk some Panthers with me. Really of course, always it.
2: fun. It's been a while, uh, and it's it's weird not to get to. Uh, it's weird that I haven't got, been on in a bit. But yeah, always fun. And uh, you guys have asked multiple times. I just for some reason keep having to bail
1: last minute. So
2: sorry. Glad you keep glad you keep coming back anyway. <laughs>
1: Well, finally made it work this time, but unfortunately Jake and Alex couldn't make it work. But, you know, that's life. Sometimes we're going to make do. It's kind of a good thing that you can't come on today because, you know, otherwise it would be just me pontificating into the mic. Nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) I don't think anybody wants to hear that. So let's start as we have the last few weeks with the the same sports topic that everybody wants to hear about. And that is, of course, the U.S. men's national team at the World Cup. Disappointing defeat on Saturday to the Netherlands. I think a lot of people that, you know, are kind of in our our vein of like being XG inclined or pointing to, you know, they had more shots, they had more corners, they had the higher XG, but, you know, I just thought it was kind of a naive performance. They came into the game thinking like, oh, you know, let's attack the Netherlands and their defense with, you know, Nathan Ake of Manchester City, Virgil van Dijk of Liverpool. Like you know, maybe you you think to yourself, we're going to need to launch many attacks in order to score. But look at what Morocco did on Monday. You know, they, they just shut it down, got it to penalties at zero, zero. And they managed to get through despite the fact that they were the, you know, the big underdog. And I think that obviously hindsight is 2020, but if you could redo the approach to that game, I think that you would definitely, you know, sit back a little bit more than you did.
2: Right. I think, I mean, look, what's funny is I don't think a criticism of Greg Berhalter has ever been he's too offensive minded, right? (laughs) I mean, the the criticism of him, literally every stop he's had has been he doesn't attack enough. Um, So I, I actually, I didn't hate the pressure, the press. The problem is, the, the level of skill between our midfield and forwards, strikers, and their defense, there's a decent gap, but it's not huge. The, the problem is our back line compared to their midfield and strikers, the gap is massive. So when you're pressing like that and you have everyone up pushing, and you're, first of all, not converting on the opportunities that you're getting and getting scored on. And it, it, the, these weren't world breaking plays, right? These were the first one and the second one were just sort of, you know, rec league soccer, cross it into the box and there's a guy standing wide open at the top of the 18. And then the the third one, it's the same thing across, across, across the 18. And there's a guy standing alone. Um, So frustrating that it was. um, Sorry about that. My fiance was coughing. Uh, Frustrating that they had opportunities and didn't convert. And also frustrating that the goals they gave up just weren't that impressive. Right. It, It was it wasn't any crazy high skill level thing that happened. It was just. They just gave up soft opportunities, so I would say very frustrating. Uh, I would be, I would not be surprised to see a well, I would be actually surprised to see the same head coach in four years when we are hosting uh, here in in the U.S. So mm-hmm. sad, sad ending to a to a a fun tournament so far, or for what? Yeah, was.
1: I would I would say that uh, this is. I mean, pretty much everybody expected. I think that I said, you know, they'll probably get into the rounds of 16. Netherlands will probably finish first in in group A and they'll probably lose that game. And that's what ended up happening. So you can't really say like, oh, they, you know, uh, surpassed our expectations. But, you know, you do have the performance against England to take away that, like England has now scored three goals in all of their games, except for the one against the U.S. in which they scored none. And, you know, if they put on a good performance against France, you may be saying to yourself, well, look at how the U.S. made, you know, the, that team that just beat France look. But, you know, this this and the Wales game, they were both like, not an F, but like, you know, C-plus at best. You know, like, right. I, like I was saying, you know, kind of a naive approach. Am I saying something different right now with Pulisic scores in the third minute? Totally. Am I seeing something different right now? If you know they tie the game up on you know a random chance, just you know being perfectly struck in the first half, and you know it's one one, and then they're maybe a little bit more sharp defending at the end of the first half, and definitely the end of the second half because that was just I have no idea of how Dumfries was so so wide open for the third one.
2: There was no there was no one within five six yards of him. No, there was just no one there.
1: And it was like that for a good like five or six seconds, which is an eternity at this level of the game. And one of the things I think that indicates that is, it was an issue for them in this game is just the tournament as a whole. They played such an intense style, especially in the first halves of the, uh, the whales and the Iran games. Like it, it was so demanding. There was not a lot of rotation. Like this is a, this is a squad that has a clear starting 11 and then once you got Aronson on for McKenney there's a big drop off you know maybe not at the striker position but like they had to play Adams 90 minutes in every game they had to play Musa 90 minutes in every game right. you know Sergio they subbed off and when he was off you noticed you Anthony noticed. Robinson 90 minutes in every game and maybe this is just like the Netherlands got to play Qatar in their final group game so you know they they played that game in second gear they they came into this game way fresher but you know that was an issue for the u.s that like tyler adams he was running all over the place in the group and he lets memphis go for the first goal and he he's the guy that should have been tracking him
2: yeah i mean it's it's the one major mistake tyler adams made in the Mm -hmm. entire tournament i mean he was it's hard to it's hard to find a criticism of Tyler Adams other than that moment. Um, mm. I thought he was fantastic. Oh yeah, but he was terrible. He was terrible in that play. Yes. Um. And you know, Walker Zimmerman had some very Walker Zimmerman moments, and mm-hmm.
1: both on the know, good and the bad side.
2: Correct. I mean, he came in. He came in uh, in the Iran game when they were pushing, and he looked. He did exactly what you want him to do. He, he was get, just getting the ball out; it was fantastic. Yeah, it's like. However,
1: you shall not pass.
2: Pretty much correct. However, the games he started, he had some very walkers at the right moment. So, you know, it, that's what that's what I mean by our our the 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 class gap between our back line and their you know and their front half was such a wider gap mm-hmm. than there's their backline to you know, our attacking half. So mm-hmm. I thought that and, and I mean, look and and Sargent had been looking great and, and that's that was the that was a unfortunate looking and and obviously, you know, a legitimate injury that he suffered. So I uh, hope he's, you know, hope he's doing better, but it was um, it was disappointing, but also, I think you said it perfectly. They didn't. It's not surprising, right? It, this is exactly what we expected.
1: Yeah, and Sorry. not in like uh, you know 2013 Panthers. It's like, oh, they finished 31st in the league. But what did we expect? You know, they, they're they're such a joke. Like, you know, this is a this is a good team, but it's not a great team. You know, the also, Netherlands have way more quality. I think.
2: They, I mean, we're, it's also a very young team that yep. that doesn't have much experience, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the fact that. um What was it? One, one player had world cup experience.
1: Yeah. I think Uh, it was Deandre Yedlin who did not step on the field in that game. Yeah. Uh,
2: No. And he only came in as a sub. Against Wales, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if he played.
1: uh, Yeah. I don't think he played otherwise.
2: Right. So, uh, you know, and, and, and Gio Reyna apparently couldn't see the field. I don't know why, but nonetheless, uh, yeah, that's yeah. been an
1: issue for him at the club as well. Like they've said a lot that like you know they're worried about like his fitness, and I think that Greg was worried about it as well. But you know, you're down to nothing in a game that you have to win. Like what what is what do you have to lose if if Reina like has to get subbed out 15 minutes later? Like oh, you're still kind of
0: effed.
2: Right. Well, you, but you're not. Yes, but you're not looking for a full 90. You're not looking, you know, looking for a full 90 minutes out of him. If you mm-hmm. get a second half out of him. You know, but anyway.
1: Yeah, that I was that was the while. time. That that made a lot of sense. Um I would say B to B plus World Cup overall because pretty much it was what we expected, but the England performance, you know, you can take that home and remember it fondly despite the fact that it was 0-0 you, like you know, they that 1-1 game in 2010. Pretty fortunate goal. You know, it, it wasn't quite the same as the game this year where they were the better team. And, you know, most people Clearly. were saying, even like the English media who love to pump their own team's tires were saying, you know, England was second best on the day. And they you know, looked very was, good in the tournament otherwise. Go ahead.
2: It was very clear that the U.S. was the better team that game and and should have won that game, but didn't finish their chances, which unfortunately was their problem throughout the tournament.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Cross your fingers that some striker comes up for the World Cup in 26 hosted on home soil. And uh apparently the US might be also hosting the 2024 Copa America. Now that's just in the uh, rumor stage right now. We don't know if that's going to happen, but that would be very cool. You have to imagine Miami would be involved in that, you know, with all the Latin flavor I mean, down here. I was gonna say, with with all with the with everything we have here. You would you would assume, I think it was what Ecuador backed out
2: from Hosting was that? What yeah. Was?
1: Yeah. I think that's what it was. They they didn't have like the stadiums that yep. the Copa America wanted or for, or something like that. And uh yeah, now it might end up in the U S and it would be really important. I think because of the uh, world cup qualifying, not being a thing because they're automatically right. qualified Automatic in 2026. 20, yeah. So getting an opportunity to go up against those better CONCACAF teams and also some of the best teams in, South America. Even some of the worst teams in South America, you know, there's not really an easy game there. That would be pretty big. Yeah, it would be fantastic. It would be awesome. All right, so we got that out of the way, and to all the real ones that are still listening, let's talk Florida Panthers. (laughs) So the road trip has come to an end. Inauspicious start, inauspicious end, but two 5-1 victories in a row in the middle of it, and overall, I mean... It's maybe a little bit worse than we were saying about the USA World Cup, but also kind of like uh, you didn't have Barkov in any of the games. You lost Lundell. Did was it in the Vancouver game? I'm pretty sure he he left in the Vancouver game.
2: It was the it was the second game of the trip, wasn't it? Was that the okay? So I
1: think that was that was Calgary.
2: No, maybe maybe it was
1: Vancouver then. He was definitely out for the Seattle game and the Winnipeg game. Uh, Gudis was out for the Winnipeg game and part of the Seattle game. Hornquist, I mean, he was out for parts of those games, but like, you know, whatever. Hornquist has not really been very good this year. And was Vancouver
2: the one before... Yeah, so Vancouver was right before Seattle, right? So Uh That must have been, because they were saying something tightened up on Lundell. He tried to come back and it just wouldn't loosen up for him and I guess he's I mean he's day to day right so we're hopeful
1: hopefully we help absolutely but like I know there's a lot of dissatisfaction out there with how the the team has played this season but you know he, he, I, I wouldn't be too disappointed in in the way the road trip went like even last night Connor Hellebuck was just outstanding And they could have made a much more spirited comeback if he didn't really shut the door. I think they got up to 40 shots and healthily outshot Winnipeg on the night. But, you know, they started pretty slow. Spencer didn't have a great game and Hellebuck had a great game. So it's always hard to overcome that in this sport, unfortunately. Yeah, it was um,
2: surprising. You know, look, Spencer's been playing it seems that Spencer has been having a, a bunch of great games and then he has a letdown let down game. Um, this is the second one I can think of in the last, you know, couple of stretches. Um, mm-hmm. He just kind of looked, kind of looked uninspired a little bit. Uh, I think, I think the first one, uh, you know, it, it, look, the, I think two, at least two of those goals uh, on a regular night, Spencer is Spencer not letting by him. So that was a little disappointing, especially since, look, that was likely a face-off of the two, you know, I, I think uh, my buddy David Dork tweeted out that's, that was likely a, you know, a showdown between the two top American goalies, uh, professional American goalies, you know, American born professional goalies right now. So, um, you know, it was uh, as a goalie, it was fun to watch uh, Hellebuck. It's never fun to watch when it's your team that he's doing it to. No. Um, the Panthers have a unique ability to make almost any goalie look Vesna quality. Uh, however, Hellebuck actually is. Um, so it was, you know, uh, not the best game to, not the best game to on the road trip, but also, Hey man, Zach Dalpy. Seems like he's <laughs> seems like he can score at both levels. Now Uh he's on a, he's on free-grade.
1: yeah, he's got a 82, uh, goal pace right now. Uh, his per game sustainable. Tell t- t- me you're an analytics guy. That's, that's sustainable, right? Well, if that's the pace that he's on, I will not comment further, but <laughs> yeah, I think that you're right in that, uh, you know, he's, he's a Vezina quality goalie. You really noticed the difference because you went from Thatcher Demko, which was I normally think he's a great goalie, but he's not had a good season. Probably because he's not healthy. Like, and I don't even mean like he injured himself during the Panthers game. I don't think he was healthy during that game. And sure. then Philip Grubauer, who is at an 868 save percentage right now. And I know that because Puck Soup mentioned that he has an 868 save percentage today. Ouch. yeah, that's 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 low. I I continue to hold my Philip Grubauer stock, but I've I've lost a lot recently. I thought <laughs> I had I had great gains when he was in Washington, and then you know then became a Vesna finalist in Colorado. But yeah, that that has tanked recently. But yeah, you you notice the big difference, and you know now the Panthers are back at home and playing what feels like a big game. If any games in November can really be that big. Tomorrow night. Today, when you're listening against Detroit, then they got a t- uh, Tampa road game on Saturday, Sunday against the Kraken. But overall, they'll be in Florida, I think, <laughs> until the 17th.
2: Correct. So I, I think against, they got like at New Jersey.
1: Yeah. So they you got know, like you know five the, that easy game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that absolute gauntlet. That, uh, that what a, what a shocker, by the way, I I, I thought that they were going to be better this year, but um, we have talked about it a bit, but like that, that yeah. is a wagon that is, you know, you as know good as they look. You, really. you know, what's
2: funny is I actually went to uh, last year, the game in New Jersey um, when, I don't know if you remember the Panthers went down like five to one or five to two and ended up coming back and winning. I don't remember what it was like seven to five or something. It was wild. And I was mm-hmm. there. Um, and I remember, and I I have a a, a close buddy that I went to college with, um, who's a huge Devils fan, um, which was tough because since I went to college from 2009 to 2013, so you know what happened uh, (laughs) while we were sitting watching a playoff series together. Um, but anyway, so, uh, I was sitting with my buddy and we were, you know, watching the game. And I, I said to him, sitting there, I said, "You guys are, you guys are just missing the goaltending. There, there are so many good young pieces there, and they brought in obviously a couple of things, um, you know, outside of the crease. They got brought in a couple of guys outside of the crease uh, in the offseason as well. But it just seems that the all they needed was that one piece, and suddenly, I mean, we're seeing what they're doing. They just Vitek Vanacek suddenly looks like, you know." Also, that an equality, quality uh, mm-hmm. having a phenomenal start to the season. So um, yeah, we don't need to talk about, this is not a, a devil's podcast, but I was, um, I certainly wasn't expecting 21, four and one for their first 20, you know, six games, but I was expecting them to be much better this year uh, yeah. because it's un- legitimate.
1: I was uncomfortable at the beginning of the year. I was like, I have the devils just sneaking into the playoffs and I was like not totally comfortable <laughs> with it, and like now I'm like okay, they're they're pretty much guaranteed to get in. Like they would have to be
0: they would from the goaltending position.
1: Flag. It would have to be like as bad or or worse than they were last last year. From this point forward, if they continue to play the way they've played, and no real reason to think that they won't continue to play that way. Now I guess you could say like maybe they'll have like a Dougie Hamilton, Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer simultaneous injury crisis. That could also sink them, but like you mean a Colorado? <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. We'll just call that a Colorado. The walking wounded in Colorado. Unbelievable.
2: They're not even walking at the moment.
1: <laughs> the limping, limping yeah. wounded.
2: That's unbelievable. I mean, it's like yeah. the whole
1: top six. We think we have issues, which we do, you know. We like do. they, they played the a line of call ups You know, the, the $10 million guy is not in the lineup. That's that's a problem. But you know oh, the other 10 million guy did end up playing last yes last night, yes though. that's true <laughs> that's true uh you know since you are a goalie i did want to get your take on like the state of panthers goaltending i was thinking to myself privately didn't want to get roasted for it it's like you know Knight had a great game against seattle Knight had a great game against vancouver but i just don't know about starting anybody that's not like a Vesna winner or previous Vesna finalist or playing like a Vesna winner. I don't know about starting anybody that's not in that category, three straight games, just because like there's not really a whole there's not like a strong record. Yeah. It what I would actually say is that like there's a lot of examples of a non like star goaltender having a star goaltending season. Think like Cam Talbot in Edmonton. Last Thanks. year with with uh, Jacob Markstrom, though, it would be a little bit harsh to say that he's not like a top echelon goal goaltender, but you saw what happened to them in the playoffs. And with Talbot, it was the next season as well. Like the workload showed because Markstrom was terrible. You know, Soros, I would right. say he's in he's in that league of great goalies, but he got injured at the end of the year. And, you know, maybe that was just bad chance, but could also be the fact that he played, I think, the second most games in the league. I think Markstrom was the only one that played more games, so I, I even, just think, even more than than Vazzy? I think they both played more than Vazzy because well, he was out with COVID for a minute. So uh, I think that yeah, I think that hurt. Remember the you're nine right. goals that the yep, Panthers right. scored on? Uh, yes, I do. Fuck, I don't even remember who they started because it wasn't uh, it wasn't Brian Elliott. That was that was a weird one.
2: No, it was not. It was a it was a third guy. Because and yes, anyway, to your point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I think. I think that we are starting to see that Spencer can be that quality. I think we have to remember that he's also 21. And I mean, look what happened in Philly when they rode their, you know, young guy into the ground. He looked terrible for two seasons. Um, and he's having, you know, and he's having a, a bit of a rebound now. But nonetheless, um, I agree with you. It's tough to start him three games in a row and expect that quality. I'm I was surprised at how uh, how tough he looked in this last game uh, against Winnipeg. Um, however, it could also just be exhaustion. He look he still has a nine nineteen save percentage and a two point six. 2.64 goals against, which is nothing to, you know, lift your nose at, but still it's, um, I, it's tough because right. I, I think they're both goalies that need consistent playing time. Mm-hmm. And we've seen when we saw when Bob was getting, you know, uh, three out of four nights that when Spencer would come in, he might have a bit of a slow start and then he would pick up the rest of the game. That seemed to be what was going on last season. So it's tough because you have two goalies that are better when they play consistently, but if you play them three, four games in a row, you see a drop off. So I think as I was sort of saying in the beginning of this, we're starting to see that Spencer can be that guy. I think he's still developing. I think he's still 21 years old. Um, And it's disappointing when you see, you know, you want him to come in and be ready to go and you want him to come in and be ready to be a Vesna, you know, contender this year. Um, I don't think he's there yet. I think he's extraordinarily good. I think he's going to have more great nights than ones like we saw against Winnipeg. Uh, You know, the problem is that you don't know which Bob you're going to get when you, when you stick Bob in right. Bob against Winnipeg, let in one goal that you can't pin on him, the tic-tac-toe passing. And then the second one was the empty netter, which was a bonkers goalie pull when the puck wasn't even in the other team's zone yet. Um, So, you know, it's, you have two goalies that can be streaky. Uh, I think the Panthers have some other glaring issues, it's not just in the crease but i'm certainly disappointed uh from an overall standpoint
1: yeah something has happened tonight in the nhl that we have to park some time for at the end i know you got a hard out so we will we will make sure to leave a little bit of time for that but um yeah like it, it is unfortunate that we came into the season thinking that we got we got two good goalies and i mean night has definitely been good but i've Absolutely. said it, i've said it a lot that like he's unfortunately not been consistent now yes. you you would kind of prefer that you get like b plus every night but it's more so been you've get you get a two two times out of four then you get b plus and then you get c minus on the fourth yep. game which is unfortunate yep. because oftentimes that can sink your team you know that that was a situation where they needed everybody to be firing on all cylinders to win last night because you know Winnipeg's pretty healthy. I can't think of anybody that they're missing. Hellebuck had a you know a Hellebuck night, and you know Spencer not having a Spencer night was the uh, hey Spencer night. But um hey. yeah, that you, that uh, you kind also of, said he had a Hellebuck night, which sounded like Hellebuck, <laughs> which
2: was pretty good.
1: I'm just unintentionally making things work all across the board here. So that's everywhere. Yeah. So. Uh, Yeah, like, kind of throw out that one and uh, just uh, regroup for tomorrow. Overall, I would still say that despite the record, I'm pretty optimistic about the the rest of the season. Absolutely. Not as as optimistic as the analytics people are, because Jesus Christ, like, 95% chance to make the playoffs and still, like, the fifth highest, like, ELO or whatever the term they use is, the power score. Like, I, I, I can't say I'm that confident, but... You know, I I still feel like the playoffs are pretty easily attainable, and like something will probably kick into gear pretty soon because the goals we were like, oh, they don't score at all, and now they pretty consistently scored like three or four goals every night, so the rest yeah. of the stuff should work.
2: Yeah, I, I, look, the I, I was going to say that the problem early was that the, the pucks weren't getting fine in the back of the net, uh, and they are now. Uh, Verhage looks phenomenal and look you're also missing we talked about it before still missing Barkov uh you got Lundell hurt you got you know so it's I mean Ornquist but uh, that's not really an offensive contribution uh at the (laughs) moment but my disappointment with the goaltending overall so far is more in that I was expecting a little more consistency and I think that was a great word that you used um but i also i think maybe looking at it and you know i mentioned they're both they're both goalies that play better when they're playing a lot um and so yeah look bob has not been good enough spencer has been great in some games and not good enough in a few uh i do think playoffs is still a legitimate you know maybe they're a wild card team maybe they're you know sneaking in in one of the uh uh earlier spots but They're not winning the President's Cup. We already knew that. Uh, Mid-President's Trophy, we already knew that. We weren't expecting that. I don't think, honestly, I didn't want that because it seems to be a curse for everybody. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it's... uh, I'm I'm not as deep in the analytics as you guys are. However, I was expecting the goals to start coming. They have started to come. I have expected the goaltending to become a little bit more consistent. I'm hoping that also follows it. Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't want to necessarily say that like Bob is cooked because even though he's reaching the point of his career where like it, it could happen in any moment, goaltending is just such a crazy position as you can probably attest to like these guys get hot and they cool off like so randomly and like so quickly that, you know, until it becomes, absolutely apparent like you've gotten five straight games where he's just sunk your team in every game like you still got to roll him out there I would say at least one out of every four games because you know and even if you can't like he's that bad well you gotta have to play with 17 skaters and call up Alex Lyon because Bob has the no movement cause you can't send him to the AHL right but like you you can't you can't play Spencer 60 games this year like you just can't unfortunately
2: no, you can't. He's not there yet. And he, he won't be uh, for at least another season or so. And, and I think that's okay. I, I was surprised to see when they announced that it was Spencer's night, uh, Spencer's net last night. Um, see, now you got me doing Spencer's night. Um, <laughs> uh, I was surprised when they announced it was Spencer's net last night. Uh, I agree with you. I think you need to be mixing in Bob. And I I don't, I don't think there's any problem with having Bob play a few games in a row to let him see if he can get hot, because I don't really care who's in net. As long as they're giving us B plus to a goaltending, I I don't care what, what last name is on there. You got to do what's best for the team. And if one guy gets hot, that's who you need to be going with. And look, Spencer had played very well for several games in a row. I'm not, I don't dislike the decision, I was surprised by it. It's not what I would have done. And now me saying that in retrospect looks <laughs> fantastic. Um, but I w- I do, I, I I, will say when I saw it, I, I was surprised. Um, yeah. I mean, look, he's not, he can't, you, you said it, you're not, you can't play him that many games. You can't play him 60 games. He's,
1: he's just not there yet. He's 21. He will get there. I'm not concerned. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, you know, he'll play more games than he's played in his career this season, for sure. Absolutely. I think that, you know, the way that you went into this season being like, you know, we're going to take the L with the Yandel and the Hornquist money, and we're going to trade away the great value Huberto and Uyghur contracts because Matthew Kachuk is available and, you know, the returns on that are looking fantastic. He's a legitimate Hart Trophy candidate. That's how unbelievable he's been so far. But, you know, you, you kind of set yourself up to say this is a, a step forward to take two or t- the, a step back to take two steps forward next season. And, you know, maybe even right. the next seven after that, because you got Matthew Kachuk locked up for eight years. And right now it's looking like he's going to be really good for eight years. He's outstanding right, right. now.
2: It, it's not. It's a, this was not a short. They, they, these were not short term moves. These were not. I don't want to say they're not win now moves because this is a team that can win just fine. But these were not, these were not looking all at in. this season moves. These were looking at the next several seasons,
1: including so, season. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. With it. It's not, it's not like yes, a rebuild. Absolutely. It's not, not like a retool. Correct. It's about, you know, kind of, kind of looking at like Washington for all those years, you never would have guessed coming into the, what was it? 2018 playoffs that that was their year that was going to be the year that they broke through because it was not their best regular season it was not their best roster but sometimes you just get enough cracks you just break through
2: and you get a hot goaltender in the playoffs
1: yeah absolutely and i mean it could be either guy this year it could be either guy next year i don't think it's going to be bob in four years but like you know there's a lot of things that could break their way to lead to a legendary playoff run and for this franchise, a legendary pre- playoff run is eight straight, or not eight straight, but eight wins two in the postseason. <laughs> yeah. He went two c- series. It's already his second best playoffs in franchise history. you correct. So that's what we all hope and pray for. And, you know, may, may we get it. Hope, you know, I just want one cup. Just it doesn't have to be playoffs every year. That would be great. Just one cup. And I think they've set their, themselves up to, not necessarily be a favorite this year, but like if they're, if they're not a favorite at some point in the next eight years, I would be pretty surprised.
2: Honestly, give me, give me a, a a playoff series victory over Tampa and a cup in the next 10 years. And I'll be a very, and I'll be a very, very happy person. That's it. you could move
1: the team to Quebec (laughs) city after that. And we'd be totally fine. Uh, I'm not (laughs) co-signing. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh so I mentioned this earlier and I and I wanted to bring it up now. Uh it's people will Buffalo know game? Yeah, people will know what has happened like in the full game, but we're one period in to Sabres at Blue Jackets. It's six nothing Sabres. Tage Thompson Tage Thompson has five points. He has four goals. He got a natural hat trick on the last three. Plus one. This guy's this guy's become maybe like the the biggest unicorn in the NHL, and I thought that we had the biggest unicorn in the NHL, but Tage Thompson is just unfathomable.
2: You're not supposed to be able to move the way you that man moves at and and control a puck the way that man controls a puck at six foot seven. It's just not supposed to be possible. No. That's just he's he is. It's it's unbelievable. And you know, it's funny as you brought that up and. I didn't know what you were talking about. And then not five minutes later, a buddy of mine texted me and said, what in the F and just sent me a screenshot of the score. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, this is, I mean, let's also be very clear. Columbus is pretty bad, but they did beat the um, Panthers. But they're not, they, they did well, they're not <laughs> six to zero in the first period bad i don't think any nhl team is no they're, the not. First
1: period, they're not
2: uh wow this is wild
1: yeah I, i'm praying okay, for first the trick i'm praying for the Ovetch trick he's on he's on pace for it. i don't know if uh some of the younger listeners might not remember they used to have those i think they were Verizon wireless commercials where it would be ov like getting to nine goals in a game and they would make a big deal about it being an Ovetch trick and obviously he's never done that but and no one ever has never done that but i i'm I, rooting I for somebody say. to get there and i mean this this tage thompson rise has been so exponential like you you wouldn't honestly be surprised at this point to see him get 9 goals in a game and he has you, four, he has 4 goals on 7 shots in 5 minutes just
2: over 5 minutes of ice time yeah all of that is ridiculous
1: it's, even the 7 shots part is ridiculous. absurd
2: He's only had eight shifts. I mean, only it's eight shifts, but he's still like it's eight shifts, and he's got that's crazy. Who was in net for for Columbus?
1: Yeah, the Columbus goaltending has been pitiful. Both goalies
2: year. are have been in for Columbus. Uh, I don't know who started though.
1: Looks like Merz, Merzlikens oh man, I and Corpusalo. Merzlikens no, has I been can't. in there longer. Right, but Corpusalo ended the night with a four hundred save percentage. That's not what you want. No.
2: Well, the end of the first period.
1: Yeah, true. We know you that Corpus allo
2: didn't come in second,
1: right? That would be that That's would be pretty
2: crazy. rough. Oh my goodness. Holy cow. Four yeah. goals in one period. Yeah, have
1: the Panthers, Panthers have the Panthers scored 6 this year? I'm trying to think. Uh, uh I believe once, but I can uh stand by they just scored five twice, obviously, so like, that's not too far. Right, away we know that. Six. Uh,
2: yeah, so I would imagine they've gotten there once. Yes. Oh, no, that was a loss. Just kidding. That was, they <laughs> gave up six to the Flames. Maybe not. No, I think you're right. They have so not. Buffalo has six times.
1: goals in the first period, and Panthers don't have six goals in a game this year. That just goes to show how crazy that is. I mean it seems like it's happening a lot like there was the 9-8 between Seattle and LA that was last week yep. and wow. it seems like crazy things are happening like every These other week crazy. it's
2: crazy I don't
1: I don't know if six goals I don't know if
2: I've seen six goals in a period maybe a maybe a couple other times ever
1: but it happens maybe like once every other season
2: yeah that's that's wild wow yeah, no. Panthers have not. They've hit five a bunch of times, uh, but not.
1: Yeah, kind of arbitrary.
2: Actually, yeah, most of, uh, not most, but a significant number of their wins, they've hit five. Um, that seems to be their magic number.
1: So. I think you you hit five, you'll you'll do very well most nights, which uh, goes to show like six in one period. Pretty unless insane. you're Columbus tonight, no, you will not. All right. win. Yeah, they will not. So, Ian, we've come to the end of the episode. Please plug all you've got going on for our lovely listeners. And Sure.
2: We'll take it out. Sure. So uh I am I uh do news most of the time and then rant about uh sports on Twitter uh at Ian Margle WPLG. Whenever I do these, I always uh shout out my buddy David Dwork because he does all the hard work uh for us at WPLG. Follow him. Uh He posts stuff on local 10.com and also on social media every single day and does an awesome, awesome job. And honestly, he's my source for almost everything. And we have pretty much the same brain as is evidenced by almost every tweet both of us send out about the Panthers because they're always word for word. So (laughs) uh, yeah, always like to, always
1: like to shout him out whenever I do these two. Yeah. David's also a friend of the show. Ian, you are definitely a friend of the show. Thank you very much for jumping on and uh, saving everybody from listening to just me ramble for 45 minutes. It would have been so positive, though. You're always so positive. (laughs) I think this season I'm more positive than pretty much everybody, which is... I give credit. You have been very positive this season, yes. I think think most of the time I'm I'm pegged as negative, but maybe I'm just like a guy that is just like going away from the flow because I'm always kind of in the middle, I think, generally. And most people are down... So I'm in the middle. There you go. You did want Robin Leonard, so you can hang your hat on that. <laughs> I, I don't know if I was even that that strong about Robin Leonard, but uh, I mean, he's injured, so maybe it was a bad call. Anyway, thanks, Ian. Let's get out of here. Uh, rate us five stars on, I don't know. Um, what where, where should they rate us five stars? Crate and barrel. That sounds good to me. Rate us five stars there, and we'll talk to you next week. Go Panthers.